Hey, how's it going? Um, I've noticed with my last couple episodes that I forgot to put background music in. I hope I don't forget today. Uh, that's one of the cool things about this app is uh, kind of the editing, the really simple editing tools and just kind of putting music in the background and stuff and, little, and, and being able to cut segments and stuff. Um, yeah, I, for some reason, I, I forgot to utilize the tools and uh, I don't know. It's really bugged me when I when I uh, just realized that I did that. Um, so I hope that doesn't happen this time. <laughs> this is kind of like a mental reminder for myself not to do that right now. Uh, yeah. So this episode is going to be about video game sequels, um, and maybe not just video game sequels. I think we can pound through that pretty quick. I want to talk about my favorite or, or just the, the best video game sequels ever made, um, but I think we'll pound through that pretty quickly and we'll have more time to discuss other things. I want to talk about maybe movies as well. I don't have any written down. I made a list of games that I want to talk about. I don't have any movies written down, but we can talk about that as well, I think, near the end. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about The Last of Us Part 2 as well. If you haven't, if you don't know, I finished the game. Um, but I, I do want to wait to make a full episode or a more in-depth episode about it later because I'd like to have Emmy Joe on uh, this show, I guess, <laughs> if you want to call it that, because she's playing the game. And I'd like to get her perspective on it, especially since it's such a divisive game. And after finishing the game, I get that it, I, I totally understand the divisiveness. Uh, but I will say, if those leaks never happened, this game would be getting not even close to the amount of hate it's been getting. I, I firmly, firmly believe that. I think it would still be divisive, no doubt about it. Um, because th this game ha has made some big choices, bold choices, I think. And it's not a safe sequel, which I think a lot of people weirdly wanted. Uh, maybe I'll discuss that a little bit. I don't have to discuss too much about what I think about the game. But I want to discuss some, I think, weird expectations for this game that I just don't understand. Uh, from a lot of the people who I hear who dislike the game... Uh, some of it, uh, some of the complaints and stuff I've heard, I think, are super valid and, and are total, totally good, good criticisms. Um, for example, that skill up review, you know, that's the first one I posted, um, uh, and he he was one of the very few critics to f not really enjoy the game uh, at all. Actually, he, t uh, I mean. His video is pretty harsh, um, but if you go and listen to some of his other content, he gives some context because he doesn't score his games, right? He said if he were to score it, he'd give it a 7, which isn't a terrible score, right? It's, it's, a, it's a mediocre score, but for The Last of Us, that's a bad score, right? For a game that's so huge and that, you know, that's a bad score. Um, but it's not like he's given it, like, zeros and ones and twos like some people are, man. And, yeah, I don't think that would have ever happened without the leaks, without this preconceived hate for the game that I have not seen happen to... Fuck, fuck, any other game, to this extent, anyways. Um, happened a little bit with Death Stranding. Um, I think for more legitimate reasons, though, with Death Stranding. I, I think some people just, you know, saw the gameplay and were like, wow that's not for me that's what that's what this game is right and you know just and, and it wasn't for everyone that was a game not for everyone for sure um but that, that and that got a lot of review bombing stuff from some people who just you know were mad that it was even a game and don't like Hideo Kojima and stuff and there was a lot of legitimate criticism too but that got some I think undeserved hate as well um but not to the extent of this game um yeah, this game got huge, enormous, enormous amount of hate. And it makes me sad because I and I did a summary review of the game already. So if you've read that, you know that I I, I love this game. I, it's, I rated it extremely high. It's one of the highest rated games. I've given it one of the highest scores I've ever given to a game. I've given two 10 out of 10s um, on on discord at least and if i'm to think back of other games i would have given a 10 out of 10 to with that per, with those parameters i use like the 
the, like the hundred point scale. I, I just like using that. Everyone has their own scales. I really like using the hundred point scale because I, I, I don't know. I just need to. I need to be very specific about how I feel about the game score wise. I mean, I don't even find scores that important. I, I, I emphasize more what I say about the game. I, I find what I say about the game more important than whatever I have. The score says right. Uh, and I feel that about any review. But if I'm going to give it a number, which I do, uh, I like to use a very, very, you know, a system where I can pinpoint exactly as close as I can feel, right? And having those those extra little points, like those nine points, whatever, I give it a 9.6, helps me to really tell you how I feel better than just using whole numbers. Like if I had to choose between nine and 10, that would drive me crazy because I don't believe it's a 10. Um, but I also think it's much better than a nine that, you know, I, I need that. I don't know. I, I just need that. And it, it stresses me out because I, uh, looked back on my Metacritic scores recently. Cause I used to use Metacritic. I used to go on there and write reviews, which was really fun. And I might start doing that again. Um, it's been three years since I've done that, but there's some games on there that I'm like, why did I give that a 10? I'm like, well, because there's a couple more games I've given a 10 that I wouldn't give a 10 using this scale, but I have to on Metacritic because I can't just give it like a 9.5 or something. Like, I'd probably rather give some of those games a given a 10. So it made sense, but like, when I look back on all of them, there is only, like, I wouldn't say any of them were a 10 in my hindsight now, but I would still maybe give them a 10 just because that's... I don't have the choice to give it like an in-between number. I think it's closer to a 10 than a 9, some of those games, right? Like like The Last of Us Part 1. Or let's just call it The Last of Us, I guess. Um, you know, I wouldn't give that game a 10. I'd give that game... I actually don't know what I'd score that game. But it's a really hard one to score. But I wouldn't give it a 10. Just let make that clear. I feel like I might give it a 9.5. Maybe even lower possibly now actually and not just because i played this game but my, my view of that game has changed um i still really love it i think it's a fantastic game and it is still one of my favorite games ever but you know i think it has some flaws um that need addressing and i think a lot of them were addressed in this game yeah i wonder what i'd give that I don't know. I don't know. I know when I made my episode of uh, Best Games of the Decade, I put The Last of Us 1 at my number 4, I believe. And I think I would change that now slightly. And that's before playing this game too. I'm just saying that when I put, I had a hard time doing that top 10. Those top 10 games, really. It was really hard to find where I put them. Um, it might be somewhere else now. I don't know, but it's still it's still really high up there because of how impactful that game was to me and how influential it has been just to games in general in this generation, especially we see holy shit, so much influence on this that one game, so much influence on this generation. I think the two most influential games of that of that generation, the last generation, has been The Last of Us and Dark Souls. For sure. Those are the two most influential games of that generation. Um, anyhow, I don't I'm just blabbing right now. But Last of Us 2. Um, I think The Last of Us Part 2, without getting too deep into it right now, I want to save that for another episode, is the best sequel ever made a video game in my very humble subjective opinion i think the last of us part two is the best sequel ever made i think it's quite a bit better than the first game like quite a bit better and lately just even just even today i've been debating in my head whether i think it might be my favorite game like just ever like i i loved it that much um and replaying it you know this opinion might change in, in the future but i and it might be just because of recency bias i just played the game right and it, it was so good like it's definitely up there 
as one of my favorite games. But, you know, because I just played it and it was so fucking impactful and just rocked me. Holy shit was that game. Uh, this game so emotional on so many levels. Um, anger, sadness, you know, dread. Um, also, like, just also really good feelings as well. Like, I was... Gl- joyful and 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 reminiscent and like yeah uh this game was phenomenal and it it made me want to do this episode of talking about the best video game sequels i i think that would be fun because i i think this is one of them and the, the rules for this are as it goes um it has to be the second game it can't be any. It can't be the third game, fourth game. It has to be the second game, the direct sequel to the original game. I'm. I'm that's the rules for this particular video, right? Um, so keep that in mind. Um, frick, yeah. Uh, I just want to just a little bit more. Just talk about the Last of Us Part Two. Um, so often throughout this game, decisions were made that upset me greatly, uh, to the point where I was actually like not enjoy myself because of some decisions that were made and then every one of those decisions for me that were made became justified and paid off it greatly and uh to the point when i once i got into that last hour of the game i think i mentioned in my review that everything clicked for me in that last hour and everything started to come together and i could see it and i was like holy shit I, 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 sh- I should have never doubted this game. Um, but that's my opinion. A lot of people did not come away that 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 experience. I've seen a lot of people who have come away that way as well. Come away from it that way as well. Um, so yeah, of course, that, that's a very subjective. It's a divisive game, and, and to me, this is just maybe the best game this generation. I think. Um, I don't think it's going to go... Well, you know, and here's the other thing. I think this game, over time, will be looked back on very positively. I think right now, the the hate that's happening, it's going to go on for a while. But I think this is a situation where people will look back on this game very positively. I think the, the narrative will change later on once people have calmed down. I don't even think it... I think it'll take even longer than this year. But I think uh, shortly after... Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe people will calm down sooner. I've, I've already seen that already. Um, some people calming down about it a lot just because uh, people who are actually finishing it, of course, have different opinions, but I've seen a lot of positive stuff starting to come out from this game. Um, so I, I think, yeah, take give it some time. Um, I think I'll discuss that more because I have a game that relates a lot to The Last of Us Part Two in this situation and I'll touch on that more of what I mean and what I'm predicting the state of this game will be later on based off uh, a similar situation to this game so enough about The Last of Us Uh, we're going to get into the meat of this episode and talk about the best video game sequels of all time of all time now I'm going to mention some games here that I have not played or have not finished one or the other um that i think just deserve mention because i understand these are would be popular choices and and games are talked about a lot when it comes to the best video game sequels ever so let me just mention those games really quickly um let's talk about the one that is probably uh the popular choice i think and i think the more the, the one that, for those who have played these games, and, and I think the industry would agree, like, this is probably the best video game sequel ever made, is Half-Life 2. I've never played Half-Life. I've never... I, I've played Gary's Mod. <laughs> I've, played, I've, I've used their engine. I, uh, I, I get it a little bit. <laughs> but I, uh, I've never played Half-Life. I've never played Half-Life 1. I've never played Half-Life 2. And I actually own both of them on Steam. Um, however, I don't have a computer... <laughs> anymore i'd like to have a pc that'd be awesome i'd like to have a pc i like to have everything 
I'd like to have every console, every uh, computer. I'd like to have it all, but it, you know, I'm not rich. I, I don't make enough money. I'd like to have a Switch. I'd really, and you know, I would have a Switch if I didn't have an Xbox. That really bums me out. I'm really, I know this is off topic, but I was thinking about this the other day. All y'all guys playing Animal Crossing and like Breath of the Wild, like those those would look like great games, and I sure I would really enjoy them. Don't know about Animal Crossing though. I, I would enjoy Animal Crossing. If you guys were all playing Animal Crossing and I got in on the conversation, I'd enjoy myself. Um, and I so wish I had a Switch, but I, I just can't buy one. I, I I just don't have the excess money. I mean, I could, but it, it'd be putting me. At the same time, I don't want it bad enough. Where like I can get a Switch way later, cheaper eventually, right? I don't want it bad enough. I don't feel like I'm missing. I do feel like I'm missing out. Believe me, I feel like I'm missing out on like Breath of the Wild, um, like Mario Odyssey, and I do want to actually play Animal Crossing. Those three games in particular, I really want to play. Um, but. Uh, and, and it's enough to me to want to have this console. And the thing that annoys me about me getting an Xbox is that it, it really, it, it wasn't worth getting. Like, I, I here's the thing. I, I enjoyed my time having this console because of some of the memories I've had with my friends. Uh, I, when I first got it, I, I, I played Overwatch with them a lot. And, and that was fantastic. Played some Siege too. But, you know, aside from that, there's no games on there that have been worth the console for me at all. Um, except for Condemned. Let's say Con Condemned was awesome, and I mean, it doesn't really count because it's a 360 game. But I wouldn't, I, I didn't own a 360, right? So I don't have a 360, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to play it without having either that or this console. And I never probably would have thought about playing it if I didn't have this console, so there you go. I would say Cuphead, but Cuphead's on Switch, so, like, if I had a Switch, it wouldn't matter. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's just nothing on there, and, and if I didn't buy it, the Switch was coming out later, not too long after, I think, like, I think it was, like, six months later, maybe eight months later, and I would have put the money I had to buy the Xbox into buying a Switch. And I really regret that. I really wish I had a Switch. And I would have one if I never bought an Xbox. So that's not me hating on Xbox. That's just me regretting not getting a Switch instead. Um, frick. Anyhow. What was I talking about? <laughs> Why did I get into that? It really bothers me, though. Like, it really bothers me. I see you guys having your fun with your Switch. I'm like, fuck, I want to I want a Switch. I just can't get one right now. I probably won't get one. Like it, buying consoles is a—it's a, like I mean, you like oh, but you buy like games, and if you buy like three games or four games, you know that's well, how much would it be actually? Yeah, if I bought like four or five brand new games, that would equal like the cost of a Switch basically. But I don't buy that many games at a time. That's crazy. I can't. I, I buy them slowly over time, right? Like I kind of splurged recently by buying The Last of Us Part 2 and Doom Eternal. But Doom Eternal was on sale, by the way. I, I've saved I saved good money on that. But I, even that hurt. That hurt my wallet. I'm like, oh, that probably wasn't a good idea. So I just, I just don't, I just can't put that kind of money down at a moment's notice just because I really want to. You know? And it's at an awkward time now where even though I want to switch, the new consoles are coming and I want the, and I do, I want those more. I want those a lot more. Even the series, I'm getting a PS5, but I'd even rather have the Series X more than a, a Switch now. And I think that's just the unfortunate timing of the Switch. Um, it's a great console. It, 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 it the timing helped it. It also is going to be bad for it in the long run now because it's not going to be able to be part of this new generation. It came out right in the middle of the generation and had games being developed already for it that were meant for kind of Wii U, I think. Like Breath of the Wild was being developed for Wii U, right? And... um. But it, it's on the Switch now. It's on the Switch as well as a launch title. So it had a, it had a great opportunity to have these great launch titles because of that, right? Because um, uh, because of that development time and, and whatever. Um, and it came out. It just came out. Of, it came out at a good time to sell really well. But now I think I worry about it a little bit, be, a lot actually, because it's not part of this new generation. 
and people are really hyped about the new generation and which is kind of sitting there. they have to uh, yeah it'll it'll survive it'll, it'll do well still especially if it keeps bringing out good games like it like it is but i do worry about it and unfortunately it's gonna actually this is gonna be the reason i'm not gonna get a switch is because of the new generation happened this year like i would have probably bought a switch this year if the new generation wasn't coming out so that's really sad because i do feel like i've missed out on games and um yeah Sorry, that's not what this video is about. But I hope you feel my pain. I hope you feel it. And if, and if you do feel my pain, maybe you could lend me your Switch for like... Like, I don't know. <laughs> like a month. No, don't lend it to me right now. Um, lend it to me... In like... Uh, when I have time to play Switch games. Um, lend it to me in like... Uh, August. Because uh, there's there's some games still I'm excited to be playing here soon. I'm I'm really looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima coming out next month. And right now I gotta play Doom Eternal still too, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like so much shit I gotta play, and I gotta go back and finish like Near and um, Yakuza Zero. Like I still gotta finish those games. A lot of games, a lot of games. I'm sorry I'm rambling. Uh, let's get back to the actual topic, which is the best video game sequels. Oh, I was talking about Half Life. How did I get? I was talking about PCs. Yeah, so Half-Life 2. I'm just mentioning it because it is considered the one of the best video game sequels ever. Um, but I, I, I really don't know nothing about Half-Life. Like, I don't even know the lore. I don't really even know the story. I know some of the characters. I, I don't know anything about them. It's probably the game I know the, the, the least about on this list. It's Half-Life 2. And so I won't spend any time talking about it. Just mentioning it out there that it's one of them. Um, another one I haven't played is Silent Hill 2. This is a game I've been trying to track down for a long time because I refuse to play the ported version because I hear the ported version is horrible. But uh, I think I, I, I will just have to play the ported version one day. I really want to play Silent Hill 2. I love the original game. And it's crazy that I've never played Silent Hill 2. The reason why I haven't played it is because if you want to get an original like copy of uh, Silent Hill 2, they're really fucking expensive. Like people are selling them for selling it for a crazy amount of money when you look online. I don't know why. And also, I just don't like ordering things online. I'm just fucking old. I'm an old man with old saggy balls. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. I I I, can't, I don't like ordering stuff online. I know all you guys order stuff online, order things on Amazon and shit. I've never done that. I don't think I've ordered a single thing on Amazon. Ever. In my life. I don't think I have. I think maybe once. And I can't remember what it was. And it's not because I dislike it. I just... For some... I just don't want to do it. I don't know. I, I just... Uh, I, I, didn't, I don't know. For some reason, it's like inconvenient to me. Even though it's like incredibly convenient. I don't like waiting for my purchases to come, if that makes sense. When I buy something, I want to have it right now. <laughs> I don't want to be like, I'm going to put this money in trust that it comes in two weeks. I, I that really, I don't like that. I don't know why. That really bugs me. I, 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 I hate it. I hate it. So that's why I don't buy things online. But Silent Hill 2 is a game I'll play one day. It's considered, it is considered one of the best games ever made, like by a lot of people who've played that. And, it, and it's also considered like the best survival horror game ever made. Uh, one of them. It's in the conversation, that's for sure. So yeah, I've never played that, but that's a game I, sh I certainly should play. Uh, another game sequel that is incredible, understood as one of the best video game sequels ever, is Mass Effect 2. So I've played the original Mass Effect, and I love Mass Effect. I think it's a great game. It's got some problems. The Mako missions are... Hmm... How do I describe it? I don't know. Just, just total bullshit. Total bullshit. It sucks so much. The controls. The controls. I don't know even... Uh, like, you, people play test games, right? And there are some things where I can understand. Oh, maybe they overlooked that. Maybe they overlooked this. I don't know who, how it was possible to overlook the these big chunks of missions that are you have to do that are are so painful are so painful and they didn't do anything to change it 
I don't know, man. The, 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 the thing controls like fucking ass. Fucking ass. And, and the missions you have to do can be kind of difficult too, using the Mako. It's just these driving sections you have to do. And it's really easy to die because the controls are so fucking bullshit and these missions are long. So you could be like 15 minutes into this mission and then fucking die because the controls suck fucking ass and the design of those missions are just so bad. Such bullshit. And then you have to redo the whole thing because I don't believe those missions have save points. It's fucking ridiculous. I actually almost did not finish that game because of one of the Mako missions. Uh, I struggled for a long time with Mass Effect 1. When I was at this part where I had to do this Mako mission, I died a few times because it was just a fucking bullshit mission. And I was like, I don't want to fucking play this anymore. <laughs> Loved the game up to that point, except for some previous Mako missions, but that was total shit. But Mass Effect 2... Uh, I played the beginning of it and then never finished it for whatever reason. Just other games came out and whatever happened. That happens a lot with me. Uh, but a lot of people say that's just one of the best games ever. And from a sequel standpoint, it did a lot of improvements. It had a lot of improvements over the first one from what I understand. A lot of people say that. Huge improvements. And that's a big thing about sequels. Um, like Silent Hill 2, from what I know about it, it's not like so much that it made bigger improvements from Silent Hill 1. It just had it just had such an interesting story that I think resonated very deeply with people uh, and affect people very very deeply. And, and I think it was more horrific in its themes and ideas and things that were going on um, that had not been seen in a video game before. At all, and probably still not to this point, actually. Um, so that that's the thing about Silent Hill 2. I don't I don't know what makes Half Life 2 better than Half Life 1. Just people say, you know, it's just one of those sequels. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I assume it's probably story things too and gameplay things, but I really don't know. It's the game I know the least about. Um, Borderlands 2. I haven't beaten Borderlands. I've played a lot of Borderlands 2, but I haven't beaten it. And I'm just mentioning it because I feel like that's a big one. And I think compared to a lot of these games, maybe... I mean, there's a lot of people who really love Borderlands 2. Bowen really loves Borderlands 2. There's a lot of people who... I, I don't want to downplay Borderlands 2. It's just not a game... Like, I mean, I even like it. I like Borderlands 2. I, I'm just not crazy. I'm just not crazy about it or that or that series in general. It's not my kind of game. It's it's fun. I think it's got good uh, some good writing and, uh, and whatnot and some fun characters uh interesting interesting world some solid gameplay why am i what am i doing <laughs> let me just borderlands 2 is just one of those games i think that again it was such an improvement that it needs to be it, it needs to be mentioned it's such an improvement in so many ways and sticks out where it's one of those games that makes like the first one obsolete kind of thing um at least in my view and what I understand about it, because again, I haven't beaten the game. I haven't played Borderlands 1, so it's really hard for me to say that, but that's just the vibe I get. And I think it might not hold up against a lot of these other games, but I think as far as sequels go and being a good sequel, it, 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 is, it achieves that. It, it achieves that rank to be on this list for sure. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2, I don't really know anything about Kingdom Hearts, I just saw it as a game that popped up a lot, and I was like, yeah, I've heard that, like, people love that game, <laughs> uh, I just thought I'd mention it, because it probably should get a mention, even though I know nothing about it, whatever, let's not talk too much about it, because I don't, I, I actually don't know, I wasn't sure if I should put it on the list or not, but I did. Um, God of War 2, uh, yeah, I think, that, I think that's a, a worthwhile one to put on here too, because I think... It did it had a lot of improvements as well, and was such a big. I, I, this is a game I think that gets under talked about. Well, that's not the right word, but overlooked a lot. Be uh, mostly now because of the God of War, uh, you know, sequel, the fourth game or whatever you want to call it. But God of War Two, I played quite a bit of it. And I played quite a bit of the first game too. I've actually never finished. The only one I finished is three because the, those games I played on like a burnt disc. And I think both of them ended up bugging out and couldn't finish them. But 
just one of those things that goes bigger and better and I think in, in a very um, impactful way um, more so than many other game sequels I don't know I, th I think it's one of the lesser ones on this list I, don't, I think it's a much better ones on this list for sure but uh, I thought it was worth a mention uh, here's one that's like definitely a top contender um, even though again haven't played it I'm just mentioning the ones I haven't played enough of or haven't finished right um, Halo 2 such a huge deal such a big deal That that's like up there with Half-Life 2 for sure um, just, just from what I know about it but again I've never played Halo 2 um, I played Halo 3. I played Halo Reach. Those are great games. Well, I've never played the campaign of Halo. I played a little bit of the campaign of Halo 3, but I played a bit of the multiplayer and stuff or whatever. That's really fun. I've never played Halo 2. I've always wanted to play Halo 2, actually. That's one of the ones I've always wanted to play because it's so much hoopla about it. I want to kind of get to see that for myself. Actually, no, I played a little bit of Halo 2 once. Uh, just the multiplayer, but never the campaign. And it's really good. Like, it just plays really good. But yeah, that's a huge one. Huge, huge one, you know. I, I, I think uh, I think that was the most exciting Halo to ever come out, I think. And yeah, it definitely um, def definitely a biggie. But those are the ones that I really, you know, I can't comment too much on because I haven't played them or haven't played enough of them to really tell you my opinion of where they stand. So let's talk about some games I have played and I think are some of the best sequels ever made. Um, I only have a couple here. I've played lots of sequels, but there's only... A, I think these ones, though, stand out so much compared to any other sequels I've played. The number two, anyways, that, like, I, I, I didn't bother putting any, any other ones down, so I only have the four. I think they, they are that big, that much of a cut above when it comes to sequels to the second game in a, in, in a franchise that... Unless I'm missing some, like I, I, I totally overlooked a game, which I'm sure I have. I probably overlooked a couple. But these are the cream of the crop. Starting with Resident Evil 2. And I don't mean the remake, because that really doesn't count. I'm talking about the original Resident Evil 2. Um, this is considered, especially during the time, one of the best games ever made. And... It's, I, think, I, I still, I mean, I don't consider it one of the best games ever made anymore, but it's definitely one of the best survival horror games ever made. And it just hugely improved, which on uh, everything the original did um, dramatically, even though it doesn't appear that way. You got to play it to understand how improved and big it was, especially back in the day. You got to look about, it's easy to look at, I think it's easy to look at those games and say, oh, they look pretty similar, but. That, that, that can be further from the truth. I, I think Resident Evil 2 is such a huge... I think it just fucking slam dunks the original, you know, into the water. Like, it, it, it's just... Yeah, it's just one of those sequels that just, like, I think... Doesn't make the first one obsolete, because the first one's still a classic. But it almost does. Almost does. And it's just a fantastic game in general. Like, it's a, it's a pretty much perfect game. Like, Resident Evil 2 is awesome. And I do actually like the original over the remake. But, I mean, the remake's fantastic. But if I'm going to say what I think is the actual better game, I got to say Resident Evil 2. And, I, I mean, of course, Resident Evil 2 Remake is a better game now. It's been fucking 20 years or what more longer, right? Games have just gotten better. But, I mean, for its time, right? In... in, in Com in comparing uh, the game, their games at the, the time of the release, Resident Evil Remake, or sorry, the original, is a better game in my opinion, and um, sold so fucking well. And I think what uh, really was the reason for Resident Evil's success. Well, no, I, you can give that to the original, but Resident Evil Two, man, that is a a game worth playing today still, I think. Um, I never played it when I was young. Like, I played it years, years later. Years, years later. I, I played Resident Evil 2 for the first time probably when I was, like, 18 or 19. Like, not that horribly long ago. And I thought it was awesome. Like, sure, it's a little clunky. I mean, it's really clunky, right? The controller's so old. But it really didn't bother me because it's just so well made. It's so well made. Anyhow. That's one of my choices. Um... 
Also, by the way, I'm not counting Last of Us Part 2 on this list. I'm saying aside from Last of Us Part 2 because I think I will, with more time, I, you know, will come to the, I, it's just not, it's just too recent of a game to say, right? Um, now, this is the game I wanted to talk about, though. Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, before The Last of Us 2. Uh, came out and I've just decided that's like my favorite sequel of all time. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2 was my favorite sequel of all time. Bar none. And I think the be- one of the best games ever. And it, it, is, it is a very similar game to The Last of Us Part 2 and, and was in a very similar situation. And I want to explain what that situation was. So Metal Gear Solid 2 was coming off Metal Gear Solid, which at the time yeah, was one of like the best games ever it it was and still is and you know how do you follow up a game that original that unique that special to people's hearts you know the expectations are so huge um for a game like that very similar already to the last of us um part two then uh, that game was marketed in a way to trick players. Very much like also how The Last of Us Part Two was marketed to trick, well, not trick players. Metal Gear Solid 2 was made to trick players. The marketing of The Last of Us Part 1, Part 2, sorry, was meant to keep, to, to kind of save this like keep the story safe because i think a lot of people if it wasn't marketed the way it was people a lot of people would assume joel dies and i I was already guessing that's going to happen either way but the marketing's done in a way where they put things in the trailers and some people think this is bad and to an extent i agree with some parts of some of the marketing I, i i i am actually fully behind some of their methods to um, to hide the story and to even trick players, I actually am totally. I am actually totally okay with some of it. There's maybe one thing in particular that I was not okay with, um, but we're not gonna get too deep into it. Just know that that happened. And so, and same thing with Metal Gear Solid 2. That game was marketed as a game where you would play as Solid Snake, and it was the, you know a sequel, and it took place on this tanker, and yeah, and that does happen in the game, <laughs> but it's only the like the first two hours of the game and the whole rest of the game you play as Raiden this character you have never met before have no prior knowledge of and when people were already thinking they were going to play a snake and wanted to play a snake people were fucking furious about this and hated Raiden for this and it doesn't help the fact that he is also kind of a prissy little uh, snow snowflake but People were so angry, and it made the game so divisive upon its release. So divisive. We've seen a similar thing here, where we did not know, aside from the leaks, and the leaks helped make this make the anger even more extreme because we found out about this earlier on, and we had no context to put it in. So the only thing we knew were these leaks. And the only real response to them was anger. So we had this anger for like a whole month allowed to just fester up and being wait and just waiting to be released on the game. You know, at least Metal Gear Solid did not have that <laughs> to have to deal with, right? They just had the initial response. The, the, and Last of Us Part Two got hit by a month of thousands of thousands of people just fucking angry and just holding on to that anger. I almost wonder if it was done on purpose, knowing what the game themes are i don't think so i don't think audi dog actually wanted that but it's kind of ironic i think knowing what i know about the game now and after playing it but either way there was controversy there was i mean there was other things people were contra- about last of us too like the joel death is really um oh fuck should i say spoilers should, i think everyone knows though and emmy joe's already played that part but she might not know about the abby part fuck okay spoilers <laughs> I just hope you played up to this part, Emmy. If uh, if not, I'm sorry. Um, don't listen to what I'm about to say. But you do play the other half of the game as another character. 
and people are fucking pissed about that, right? Now, the interesting thing about this and what I'm predicting to happen is that I think similarly to Metal Gear Solid 2, The Last of Us Part 2 is getting a lot of hate because of the subversion of expectations. And I think in both cases, in Metal Gear Solid 2 and in this game, those were very intentionally done to help serve the purpose of the story and what these both these games are trying to do. And I think both the both of them knew that people were not going to be happy about it, but that was okay because it helps to serve and make the game better to achieve their vision. And so Metal Gear Solid 2 at the time, even though it was hated by a lot of people, it didn't take long before people realized why that decision was made and why that game is so genius because of that decision. And now, you know, I don't know how long it took for people to get over that, but now people are totally over that. And it is now considered just one of the best games ever made. (laughs) And uh, and one of the smartest games ever made. It it is an incredible game, and very few people have issue with that, with Raiden anymore. Um, But at the time, fuck, people were pissed and hated Raiden. And that's what's happening with uh, Abby right now people fucking hate abby and i think it's very irrational because i think and at least in my opinion i think abby is a great character and i think her story is very interesting and is integral to the folk the you playing as her and her role in the game and the way it is directed is integral to the intentions of this game and i think Without that, I couldn't see this game working in the way it does. Um, And I think a lot of people realize that who like the game. But I I think people who are angry now may later on come to realize that. Much like Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, Much like Metal Gear Solid 2. I think it's a very similar situation. And I, I hope it does happen. It might not. There's a lot more anger here this time. Um, I think even compared to that situation. Um, and I, and I, I just hope people come around. I hope the same thing happens. And I predict it will. I think it will eventually. People will come around to the game. Uh, later on. Anyhow, Metal Gear Solid 2 is a fantastic sequel. It improves on everything of the first game. Um, it has a way more... It, it, the st- and it builds on just like... So... Oh, I actually should stop because I'll talk so much about this game that there's so much to discuss about Metal Gear Solid 2, even today, and how relevant it is today. Um, fucking 20, nearly 20 years later. Um, but yeah, th- th- just know that that was my favorite sequel of all time um, before this game. Okay. I'm sorry I'm taking so long to make this very short list. Um, My next favorite sequel, one of my favorite sequels of all time, is Uncharted 2. So Uncharted 1 was like a pretty good game, you know, especially at its time. You know, it was like, oh, there's a lot of cool mechanics that like we just couldn't see, just weren't really that possible in other games before. And it's like, well, it's kind of a definitely kind of a showcase of what is possible this generation. And it was cool and it was good, had great writing, great characters. And um, yeah, it was something new and, and interesting. But... Like compared to Uncharted 2, it looks like a, a just a fucking piece of shit <laughs> compared to Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2 is so much better than Uncharted 1 in every single way. Bigger, better story, better gameplay, just giant more giant set pieces, better environments, better graph. Everything improved in such a way that it did make the first Uncharted. Like Uncharted 1 is really obsolete at this point. Like I, there's no reason to play it. There is reason to play it to get like just get kind of the story and where that started. But like gameplay gameplay wise, it's like really irrelevant to play. <laughs> um when you have Uncharted 2 here. Uncharted 2 is so worth playing still today. It, it's in a lot of people's uh, there's a lot of people who still think Uncharted 2 is the best in the in the series. I've always been uh, on the side of Uncharted 4 being the best game. Um, but I totally get the reason why Uncharted 2 is. It really is, I think, the best like action blockbuster kind of video game ever made. Like really. It, it, it's paced is pacing. That a part of it has to do with the pacing. 
of the game is is perfect. It's one of the best paced games ever made. Um, and then just, just a set piece to everything. It's a set piece to set piece, and just how the, the story and characters, everything comes together like a Steven Spielberg. You know the best fucking Indiana Jones movie. I don't think he made Indiana Jones, did he? But you know what I'm like. I'm just trying to say it's like the best like blockbuster kind of video game out there. I think to this day, and uh, it was just one of the best sequels ever, and it was such a huge hit. It's so loved still today, and uh, I love it a lot too. Still, I, I really like. It. I should replay it again sometime. But yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a really good sequel. Um, the last one I want to talk about will make some of you happy because I know a lot of because uh, I know the other games actually that I mentioned none of you guys have played. I'm pretty I'm 100 certain <laughs> you know if you guys have played those other ones, but I know quite a few of you played this one, Portal Two. Uh, this is a great. Not only is Portal Two just one of the best games of that generation, but like Uncharted, but even to a greater extent, I think just like made the first one obsolete. <laughs> totally. Because uh, the first one's like barely a game, I would say. I mean, sorry, it is a game, but like the, the second game is just so much, just just so much more, just whole, just more whole experience. Um, where the first one feels more like a prototype almost, and it kind of was to it to an extent. Um, it's still a good game on on its own, but Portal Two just like decided let's add a great story to it let's add good characters and funny dialogue and i mean the first one's funny too but like let's just go all in like that's that's the thing about about sequels you know and what and what what they should be you know it's just making it you know expanding on what was great about the first one uh gameplay wise you don't have to change the gameplay that drastically really because it's not different um, but you just you just added so much more to it and just made it better you know that's really a, I, it's think i find it weird like sometimes I've had some people, I've heard people comment on like certain sequels, like oh, it's just like the first one, so it's not a good sequel. I'm like, well, there's really only so much you can do and still stay true to like a franchise. You know, there are some examples, there's some outliers there where they've really, really changed things up. Like, I mean, Metal Gear Solid's done a good job at that, and also also Resident Evil. Resident Evil is probably one of the best examples. Of that. Uh, it, oh, actually. I think too many people expect like this uh, thing, this people to kind of take over, take that from like RPGs because RPGs do that a lot, where they really change things up when they make sequels, right? And which is great, but and I think people expect that from other genres too. But I don't think that's necessarily how that should work with every genre of game. You know what I mean? Um, especially in action adventure games. Uh, I mean, it depends. It depends. Legend of Zelda is a great example that does it really well too. Um, not that it's on this list because Legend of Zelda 2 is is not a good game, <laughs> from what I understand. Um, so I'm sorry that could nothing could make it on the list for that. But it does a great. It's always been a fantastic job at making sequels. Like it, they're always so different and unique. But not every game has to be that. Not every game has to approach sequels in that in that way. Legend of Zelda is a very great position where it can do that, um, just based off its lore and story. And the way it's set up. Not every game has the luxury of doing that, you know. In the like, uh, in the example of Uncharted, for example, it's an amazing sequel, but it can't do that like Legend of Zelda does. It has these established characters that need to continue their kind of narrative, right? Where, you know, the story of Legend of Zelda is about like different heroes and different timelines, so it absolutely can do that. Or like Assassin's Creed can do that too, right? They can really change things up, even though it hasn't for a long time <laughs> like that was the thing about Assassin's Creed sequels was like it, it had every ability to do that but it just didn't it is now which is great but um no not every game has to do that um but Resident Evil has done a great job of doing that lately and I mean actually always it's always done a good job of making sequels you know uh, like Resident Evil 2 I think is quite a bit different enough definitely from Resident Evil 1 Resident Evil 3 is the only real sequel that I feel like was really similar to like Resident Evil 2 there were some big differences but it's probably the least significant sequel as far as changes go but Code Veronica was fucking bonkers and so many different things going on with that game and then Resident Evil 4 was a huge departure right but worked so well and then Resident Evil 5 I mean was pretty safe um, as far as it was similar gameplay to Resident Evil 4, but they did a lot of changes too. Like I, they made some really huge changes 
for a series that you, you probably would not expect them to make such big changes, but was so well, I, I think was so well appreciated, even if they didn't always work. Because uh, I like Resident Evil 5 a lot, but 6 is a, a garbage can, man. I tried playing 6 recently. That, that game fucking sucks. I'm so, I've tried to, like, understand the people who like that game by playing it, but man, fuck that game. Like, I don't know. It, it's just not good. I tried really hard because I like 5, but this is it's significantly different than 5. It's significantly different and, and, and just bad. Really, really bad. I really don't like 6. Um, but they have like Resident Evil 7. So different. And then even though Resident Evil 8 is going to be first person again. Again, look at that gameplay trailer. Um, or it's not really a gameplay trailer. But it's a trailer. And there is going to be some really... A lot of new stuff to this game. <laughs> Um, which is exciting. You know, that Resident Evil has always been this really ballsy franchise. It's why it's probably my favorite franchise, um, because it's always, like, evolved itself. Um, it does so much more than what's expected of it, really, I think. That's why I love that franchise. Anyways, those are the games I, uh, wanted to mention, uh, and, and talk about and just give some love to. I'm really... You know, and thanks for Last of Us 2 for uh, uh, sparking this discussion. Do I have time to talk about some movies? Or have we gone on for pretty long? Let's see. I feel like we've gone on for a long time. Oh, yeah. Way too long. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, listening to my episode. If, if you um, stuck around for the whole thing, thank you. Um, yeah. Tell me, what, uh, tell me about your favorite sequels to games. I'd like to hear... Um, if there's any that you think I've missed, um, or if there's any just like personal ones that, that, that you really love, like maybe other people don't like, um, like Neo two, for example, for me, I think is a, a fantastic sequel, fantastic sequel. And, um, uh, that's just a recent one. Does Doom Eternal count? Does that really count? I guess not. Uh, does it, it kind of counts cause Doom's, uh, reboot i could say doom eternals are fucking great sequel as well i haven't finished it yet though maybe we should go inside and play that do you have time i oh, know it's late i gotta go to bed um if you're going to sleep i wish you a good night and sweet dreams <laughs>